I'm Little Peanut. You are listening to the beautiful sound of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232. hardest things for me to do <laughs> is work out. I've 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 got a big body that would has reacted well to working out. Now I'm I'm not overly tall, just under six feet. Um but the, the body is 
there could be a lot of things <laughs> developed, but working out is, I hate working out, yet I like the way it feels afterwards. I guess I've just got so much to do that I look at working out wrongly. I, I look at working out as, well, I could be doing this, and I could get this done over here, and I could get this done over here, and this, you know, it's, it's terrible. I have uh, worked out in the past, and man, it felt good, my body was toning up, and, but then something would always work, would always get in the way. Something is, seems to always be work, and I'm very thankful for work, very thankful for it. Um, I hate working out. I hate working out. There are a lot of people that um, don't work out and have nothing else to do. Now, you know, working out, whether it is doing jumping jacks, whether it, it is uh, doing push-ups or sit-ups or walking. You know, at my age, there's, there's a lot of people walking. Claudia, I, she does not look her age. I'm telling you, I just looked at her the other day. I was getting ready to do something. And she was sitting there, and I looked at her, and I was just stunned. I said, man, you're beautiful. And, of course, she does the thing of, oh, I am not. I am not. I said, look, you're not a liar. Don't start now. And I keep telling her she has the most beautiful eyes. I think women like to hear these things because it kind of peps them up, lets them know that their man looks at them. You know, when there are other pretty girls in the room, my eyes go to Claudia. So thankful. I, that that God put us together. It's just a series of miracles. That, that's all it was. You look back on it. Dad's doing fine. He, um, uh, health-wise, he's doing fine. He doesn't recognize who any of us are. I sat in with him the other day, and I wanted so bad to... Um, I wanted so bad to communicate with him about who I am. And I, I, I took the time. He, and, and I said, Dad, what's my name? And so I, he couldn't come up with it. I said, well, what's your name? Well, he started not to come up with that. But, but he'll, come up with, uh, he'll come up with his name, finally. And it's, it's just... I, I, I thought, okay, you're Pat, I'm Pat. And so you start with the basics again. You, you, you start with, you and mom came together. You made me. I am your firstborn son. 
and he gives me this this look of I just can't get it I know there's something I'm supposed to to and and he'll voice I something I, I I don't understand I all the explaining I, I probably t- I don't know how long I took 20 minutes something like that sitting in front of him trying to explain it different ways showing him pictures and as far as he's concerned he's I'm just a friend that's and Claudia just friends that have been around for a long time I have no idea why that goes off like that I'll have to look into that um, at least I know who he is. I try to spend more time with him. Um, I know there's going to come a time when he's not going to be around. I wish I had my dad where I could just sit down and talk over things. I don't think there has ever been a time in my life that I have thought that dad is just the stupidest person on the face of the earth. For some reason, maybe the other two, Kirk and Linda, my my brother and sister, maybe they felt that. I, I don't know. I never felt that. And yet I get from my kids, oh, that's just dad. You know, that's, that's, that's just dad. Look, I've had the schooling. I've, I, I can tell you from the genetics. I can tell you. Oh, dad, you know, you're just being political. That's a, oh. Okay. And you learn just to back off. And, but I, I, I don't ever remember. I don't know, dad wasn't, and I talk about dad and mom. Mom's a, a different case. Mom, um, mom had a lot of problems as we were growing up, and I, I think it stemmed a lot from mom and dad were married. He, dad was 17, mom was 13, and they stayed together. Uh, but, oh, I remember the fights. Oh, my goodness. And to find out later what the fights were about. Um, Dad was a, uh, had a wandering eye. And when we thought he was going out of town for his um, outside sales job, he later confessed to me that um, and it was only within the last I'm going to say five years six years that many times he didn't have to go out of town but there was this young girl that would go up and I'm not saying preteen or anything like that or teen um And they would meet up there. 
out of town. And Dad stayed, you know, four days, five days. But we never knew it at the time, so, but some way, somehow, Mom knew. And again, I, I only found this out later. I, I don't know how much my, my sister knows. I don't know uh, my, my brother who's deceased. I, I don't know how much he knew. But it was uh, all done in secret. So I, I, I think a lot of the fighting was, was over that. Mom never had the feeling that Dad was her man. And she had a nervous breakdown at one time. We, we had a good family. We did a lot of things together. But as far as a Christian family, none of us knew Jesus until later on in life. Um, it's interesting. Claudia is so far advanced in, in knowing Jesus than I am. I, I, I get so stubborn and I want to know. I want to know. But I have a lot of questions that are unanswered. <clears throat> and it comes down to just starting out, repent, and turn. Repent and turn to Jesus. I had a real struggle uh, having come out of Seventh-day Adventism, Claudia and I, I both, Seventh-day Adventism is a, is a very um, strict, I'm looking for the right word, um, oppressive, now none of them would tell you this, but you know, they're not going to put anything over me, and I, I think they themselves, I, I know they themselves are fooling themselves um, the thing that I have struggled with after we came out of Seventh-day Adventism Claudia and I is the the Bible talks so much our instruction manual talks so much about the law and how to put it into perspective. Are we going to say that the law is done away with? I mean, what, what's so bad about you should have no other gods before me? Or you should not have any graven images? I mean, you don't have to fashion a, an image. They had a lot of those back when God gave the Ten Commandments. Um, but these days, I mean, it could be a, a car that's idolized, it, it could be money, it, it could be anything. You, you, anything that gets in the way 
that occupies so much of your mind other than God. It's kind of like mom and dad. Dad had other women that occupied his mind and, and mom, mom didn't appreciate that. Not saying mom is God, but God is, I mean, I, our instruction manual says he's a jealous God. He doesn't like us going off with, with others. When the Bible talks about the law, that's the Ten Commandments, the law. I don't know why I got into this. It, it, it means a lot to me, to you. It, 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 you may have it down, and it's, it's... But when Paul was saying that the law is done away with, he's talking about the Ten Commandments as such, uh, trying to keep those Ten Commandments. We don't do that anymore. We look to... That's why the Holy Spirit was given to us. The law of the kingdom of God to which we have been adopted into, God accepted us and knowing that we would have problems obeying everything. I mean, they had problems with the Ten Commandments. The, the laws of the kingdom, especially for sons and daughters who are princes and princesses, is so much further than just the Ten Commandments. God knew that there was no way on our own that we'd be able to do it. So he says, I'm sending you a helper. And that's Holy Spirit. I don't. I don't. I. I, I don't know that this is communicating. I. I. Uh, I just know it is for me to reconcile everything I see in Scripture, and the, the thing when we have the Spirit operating in our lives. God knew that there was. I mean, Paul talks about keeping doing what God says to do it's practice there are going to be many failures before we learn God is not concerned about that he's concerned about your heart that you run to him when we fail instead of running away from him. The purpose is to get our eyes off of the law and onto the Spirit. Learning to walk with him and talk with him. Knowing he lives in us, and it's really one thing when we know that our eyes, that's 
he looks and sees out of us through our through our eyes it's kind of like his theater screen and what we view he views and you hear that voice inside no not that God is not crying oh in 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 Adventism God was crying all the time Jesus oh Jesus is crying because you Jesus isn't crying we haven't hurt Jesus we, we hurt ourselves yes he wants us to learn but if he's just sitting over there crying all the time crying all the time He's over there saying, okay, Spirit, let's, let's get him up. Let's get him going. I know what I have planned for him. And he'll get there. Just keep your eyes on me. We've got some things coming toward us in this world that if we don't have our eyes on him, we're going to fail miserably. That's not to say be afraid he said don't be afraid he'll get us through it but the only way we get through it is by looking to him that's why we spend time we spend time we don't just read the our instruction manual we study it one of my favorite passages that that I have uh, come across recently is of all places Psalm 119 111 you know that small chapter in, in the Bible um, your testimonies are my inheritance your testimonies are my inheritance forever for they are the joy of my heart. What are, what are God's testimonies? Everything that Jesus did, everything that Jesus said, everything he performed, those are his testimonies. And he wants that for us. Where is Jesus? Well, I, I, where, where is he? Stop that. You're not going to find him that way. He's right there. But we have to learn to trust. And that's what I'm in the middle of. And that, that's why I love this time with you so much. God tells me, Pat, don't, don't, if, if I get busy while the music's playing and, and doing something, Pat, I want you to listen. God has promised us every time we turn our thoughts toward him and get in his word, he will bring understanding to us he will meet with us and help us that's why we have helper we don't worry we stay prepared how's it all going to come down i don't know 
I don't know. I, I see things happening that are so close to what our instruction manual says, and so many are just oblivious. But we're not. As he teaches us, don't try to run ahead. Be strong. Be very courageous. For I am with you wherever you go. And oh, I love you so. And oh,
the declaration of the Father's heart towards you. You came in here with your offering, and now we're just going to sing it over ourselves as the Father's heart. He's singing it over you. He began this song. He's been singing it over you since the beginning of time.
up a new song from your heart. Sing it out, sing it out, sing it out.
people? Anybody know who wins in the end? <laughs> the end of the book. It's good news. I just, this is so powerful. Can we just sing this over every hopeless situation in the world right now? It's dominating the news. Can we just sing this? The whole world's going to know.
Have you ever thought about what church looks like in another country? What it would be like to risk everything for simply following Jesus? These are the secret believers. It's 1949 and the People's Republic of China has just been established. China is ruled by a guy called Mao Zedong an atheist and communist dictator who seeks to destroy Christianity at all costs. It is estimated that there are one million Christians in China at this point in time. And for the next 30 years, they face severe persecution. Believers imprisoned, pastors abused, and Bibles were burnt in their thousands. By 1979, there was an estimated 10 million believers, and that number soon doubled to 20 million. How did this great revival take place under such severe persecution? At the time, reports from China said that there was one thing that stood out. And it was the amount of time that these believers would spend in prayer. But it wasn't that they were praying for their own suffering. They were praying for their country. They were praying that revival would come to China. This is where the revival started, with prayer. One of the things that really surprised Mao Zedong and his government was that this revival wasn't made up of old people. It was made up of youth and young adults. Young people who could not only see the problems with communism, but could also see the freedom that you could find in Jesus. There were so many believers in China, but nowhere near enough Bibles. Open Doors had a vision of delivering one million Bibles in one night. And through prayer and hard work and against all odds, Project Pearl achieved this. But there was still a thirst for Bibles. Over the last 30 years, Open Doors has delivered more than 40 million Bibles and pieces of Christian literature into China. Operations like Project Pearl have inspired Chinese Christians to begin printing their own Bibles in China. They now produce over one million Bibles a month. Today there are an estimated 80 million Christians in China and there is no longer a Bible drought. But this isn't the end. There are new trials to overcome, new goals to reach, 
and more people who need to hear about Jesus. Christians are still being persecuted. House churches are still being attacked and shut down, with members beaten and imprisoned. But what if this revival has only just begun? What if we prayed for revival in other countries? A revival in our country? Pray. Pray for the persecuted. Pray for those people who share our faith, but not our freedom. Pray for the people who constantly live in fear for simply following Jesus. And pray that we might be inspired to make a difference in our country. No prison, no border, and no door is closed to us when we pray. You see, one of the greatest revivals in the history of the world was built on prayer. Jesus, dance for Jesus. 
hearts for Jesus and live. With your final heartbeat, kiss the world goodbye. Then go in peace and laugh on glory's side. And fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, and live. Fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus.
Yeah. 
can let go Let go of your worries Only one thing is needed Just be still, no
without fear without fear courage to look straight into the scorn and rejection of men without fear a holy resilience inside of us to, Lord, Pat Rutherford and to do all that you have put inside our hearts broadcasting now to see your kingdom Pat come on earth through radical obedience I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener-supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax-deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network. P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. 